Welcome back to Talk Okay Please, a show where we talk about a different topic each episode. Today we're going to talk about music. That's right. So, Jigmo, tell us some of your earliest memories with music. So, I think my earliest memory with music and being sort of uh, introduced to a different genre or a different form. Up until then, I was accustomed to Bollywood songs and other music. So, at that point, music wasn't like, I didn't understand that, you know, music itself could be a hobby in terms of listening to music. Mm-hmm. So, it was white noise for at that point. But now, mm-hmm. uh, after that point, I was like, oh, you know what? Music's interesting. There's meaning to songs. There's even just the instruments itself, the way they carry themselves over is very interesting. So, for me, that song was uh, Linkin Park's uh, In The End. That was the first song mm-hmm. I was introduced to. And I was like, oh. Also, like, first English song I was introduced to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a big song for quite a few. Like, a big group of people i think like can you hear this in the background uh sorry about the dogs again i think we should just make this a i think we should just make this a part of the deal part of the podcast yeah i think why not let them be a part of the show so yeah i think in the end is a big song for a big group of people like i was introduced to it by my to it by my brother so it was a big Mm -hmm. you know influence on him and yeah, I think it's aged really well because I can still listen to it and it will sound yeah. just as good. Obviously, like, I listen to it less often, but now each time but, I do listen to it, it's like, wow. Like, because the way, I don't, I don't know if, if that song is particularly, like, I don't know if during, so the year that song was released, I don't know if all songs were, like, similar. Because when you, I always feel like music comes in waves, you know, there's, there's like after there's like one song that sort of starts this new genre or new sort of trend mm. of music which everybody like likes listening to and then you see that you know a couple of uh, mu- like songs after that it's very similar but i feel if i were to listen to this song no matter when it would always feel original like it yeah. i don't feel that there's any other song that's been copied by this song like this song by just in the end but by itself is just that unique yeah that's true it's i think it's the same for what Skrillex did for dubstep, you know, like, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it's so, it's so strange <laughs> that I don't think anyone would want to copy it, you know, like, I would, I, I would say, I think the song, I think you introduced me, I don't know if you introduced me to that song, or this Moz in Thailand were playing it a lot, it was, uh, nice, was it Nice Spirits and Scary Evil. Monsters and Nice Sprites. Uh, yeah, yeah, Scary Monsters, and that one was like, I think that was the first introduction to I I would say what EDM came to be. Yeah, definitely. Of, I mean, it was almost actually no, it's not the. There were a lot of uh, dance, like there was a lot of EDM before that. Mm-hmm. I can't name like like uh, I can't remember right now. But anyway, it mm-hmm. pioneered like dubstep. So it was a. Yeah. I think it was one of the first, and then that sort of, you know, streamed yeah. into EDM. I think. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would say like he like Skrillex was like. Like I heard it, but I didn't know what I was listening to at that point. I, w- I would I say that. Did. I didn't. Yeah, because I yeah I didn't know <laughs> what I was listening to, and then I sort of uh, I think that sort of linked me over to like when I the first time I heard Martin Garrix's I would say like Animals. Yeah. That was I. I wouldn't just say for me. I would say even for the person who like Martin Garrix who made it. That was like a that was a change in like becoming yeah. a famous uh, DJ, becoming a famous EDM artist. And that sort of, like from Linkin Park, I would say there were uh, like songs in between, you know, course, might be yeah. Katy Perry's Hot and Cold, you know, that, that was a very interesting <laughs> yeah, song. There was Akon, uh, Akon uh, uh, 
and who smack was that. Oh. oh man. Yeah, smack that. <laughs> and who led the? Wait, I don't know. Wait, who led the dogs? Is that before like two thousand eight? I think that's before. That? Yeah. Yes, but then there were like other songs after Linkin Park's. Yeah, yeah. Like so many, I would. Yeah, many come and go. I think that's the same with mm-hmm. EDM right now. It's kind of mm-hmm. died down, and and the way I was thinking about it the other day is that, like almost like a business. So, I think mm-hmm. of it as like pop has acquired like eighty percent of EDM because now you hear elements of EDM yeah. in pop, and then there's a bit of yes. EDM still doing its own thing, you know. But most yeah. of it, I think, has moved into pop and. That's yeah, and interesting I, to think about. I pers- I don't know, I personally feel like at the start when cuz I I did feel like you know there I had this so I I'm a diehard like Martin Martin Garrix fan. So mm-hmm. I I you know I really loved him whenever he released a song or listened to him but then after a while like following him like he I I liked him because he was like making songs that were different and I had like it, every time you would listen to a, a song you'd be like oh I, you know this is this is a different it wasn't the same mm-hmm. you know you build up you drop that like it wasn't like a blueprint of eating but then yeah. once he started I think I think collabing with other artists the first few songs were good you know I liked the yeah. lyrics on top of his uh, which sort of gave a bit more cuz like added uh, to the dimension think, yeah cuz yeah. voice is also an instrument correct so yeah yeah I would say it also gave another sort of a piece to that uh, art that he was building but then slowly after that it just felt like he just like looked at one song he copied it and then he just uh, changed a few things I didn't think it was yeah. such and then I think now he's coming back like uh I think a year or so he you know he started collabing with a few more artists like I think uh, he Khalid was one of them mm-hmm. uh Bon was one of them uh and then i think dean lewis was one of them so like these new artists who their base of song is like they write songs like poetry you know they have there's there's something that happened in their life and it's meaningful yeah. to them and then it started by like you know okay so and now it's more like i understand cuz he he's collabing with he's not just making the music by itself and then finding an artist there from the start from the get go they have musicians yeah. working together so that the music and the lyrics complement each other so I would say that was that was sort of the journey I had like with just EDM itself like then mm-hmm. I discovered a few more like Lean On was my uh wake up music for I I would say a good year like I would wake up and that's the first song I would listen to. Yeah. Uh, I think that's <laughs> the biggest song. Yeah. For Major Laser. I think it's For Major the, Laser? Yeah. yeah. I think it is. Major I think it also it's also a rep, I think that was the first song that hit first EDM song that hit a billion views on YouTube. No. Oh. I think. Didn't know that. Cause I was remember the first one like Gangnam Style was the first one ever to be yeah, with Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style was the first ever video. Yeah. Video, yeah. Now, I remember, oh man, I haven't thought about Gangnam Style <laughs> since. And that's another like I would say that's another genre of like just like viral music like Yeah, viral. Would you say wait, that was like what the Gangnam what does the fox sa- say? Was would you that's what K-pop. does the fox say? It's K-pop. Would you say that was the start of K-pop, where like once that so. became like people started discovering more K-pop, and then they were like, oh, you know, there's more than just Gangnam Style. There's K-pop that's influenced by. I don't know, cause I feel like the K-pop that we have now. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know much about K-pop. I know you know more, but I feel like the appeal of K-pop more <laughs> than the music itself are the members of these bands. Members. And well, I don't think yeah. Sai falls into the good-looking cute uh, <laughs> Korean no, yeah, I, I would say his song was just so di- I don't know what made it so famous but I, I would just say just the but Also the dance like I think it was I would say yeah I would like say dance video. 
music video and also just the sheer the fact that it was just so different like you it wasn't it wasn't like country it wasn't pop it wasn't it was just a genre by itself i would say at one point where you're like you just say oh yeah let's just play gangnam style you know it wasn't like mm-hmm. oh play a certain genre right? so it was fun and and yeah as you said about uh, k-pop now i like me, for me personally yeah that's one of those genres i didn't expect i was like you know i didn't expect like myself to be like you know what this is a really interesting genre like i i actually like listening to them cuz it's funny how cuz you know before i think k-pop a similar i wouldn't say parallel but similar genres were like when they had spanish and english like you know despacito or like mm-hmm. uh, they had music where they were using two different languages Mm-hmm. and i would say kpop links to the english audience also even though i un- i understand only 20% of the song whenever they say yeah. english that's the only time i understand what they say but it goes to show that music goes beyond just language because they are singing in korean yet the what they're singing if i if i take the effort if i actually put my you know google shit uh google stuff on like uh what do you call it on the lyrics that's what i meant yeah, on yeah. the lyrics it goes to show that you know i can actually understand that what they mean even in the korean lyrics what they mean so yeah. I, but i feel like i would say so i listen to bts uh, they're like you know every time they, i think they're releasing an album soon so the, it's already mm-hmm. in the news that it's going to be a big cuz their last album also was one of the highest like yeah. they're on the path like they the sales, right? their their stardom is like Now, I don't know if it's right to compare them with the Beatles, but like their stardom in terms of like the way they sell stuff, like and also their yeah. fan following, just their fan following is the craze people have. Yeah, is, I suppose is like is that of that level now? But I feel like different if they just sang yeah. in English. No, no, no. I'm saying like I like Beatles and BTS completely different. Kind of like era, so yeah, you know, like yeah. I don't, th- I don't think they would be <laughs> K-pop would be as popular in the sixties and seventies. You never oh, know. No, no, but but I'm comparing their like the way they're fa- like you know the yeah, way fame when wise, they I go, def- like, yeah. when they go to like the pe- the you know how they had like when the Beatles came over to the US, they were like everyone went crazy. They were like mm-hmm. the Beatles are here, you know. And I was yeah. surprised that the Beatles. like even though they did a lot of songs it's they didn't i didn't know that they did like the amount of songs they did was in a very short period of time which was like yeah. you know i was i was surprised they released so many famous songs back to back and i was like every song they were releasing was just a new uh, great yeah. hit and i'm like damn that's a it's a did you know like, they went to an ashram in india to write songs and you can visit that ashram the beatles the beatles did oh yeah. wow that's why some of the song in particular I can't remember but in some of them you can hear the sitar in the background mm. and you can and, still yeah. visit that place apparently but it was it's like ruins like, Yeah like well cuz also with Indian music like and that that also brings like I think that I had a whole circle like when I started with Indian music like I think so I went through if I just quickly go through like the different phases I went through it would have been like in year like year 10 so that would be equivalent to like grade 9 i suddenly found nsync and backstreet boys <laughs> like our art teacher used to be a big fan of the backstreet boys and like when we in art class we would listen to music she would you know many times she would play backstreet boys so i was yeah, like yeah. oh damn you know that and then suddenly i real i i i think it was also during that time i either i no it was a couple seasons after that brooklyn 99 did okay. a <laughs> yeah yeah the old open the, with i wanted that way but he did it now number 
So, yeah. so if anybody wants to like go look at that, that is one of the, for me, that's the iconic best cold scenes. open. Yeah. That's the best iconic record. But yeah, I, I, uh, it was funny. I was like, I, I was talking to my phone tutor about this and she was like, when I suggested that song for like on, on Fridays, we'd get to listen to music in our, um, form rooms. She, I was like, yeah, let's play some NSYNC, Bye Bye Bye, or like Backstreet Boys. And she's like, are you like a 1990s teenage girl? <laughs> it, was so, it was so interesting how music also relates to their own, like they have like particular fans. Yeah, And definitely. I would say that sometimes when, a, when an artist is linked to a fan, it does change the idea of the, those artists. And for me, like I think which links over best to the next thing I was going to talk about, which is like One Direction and Justin Bieber. How like their how they have evolved in terms of just individual individual singers but also like pretty sure at, at first like they're there yeah it wasn't me, cool I feel to, like as a guy it was whatever. not cool it was like you'd be ostracized as a guy if you were yeah like if you listen to justin bieber when he came out yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair the initial songs i didn't like anyway but mm. later on like the his which album was it purpose that one purpose. i actually liked that was yeah. a good one but then the latest one I thought is garbage. Like, I mean, the latest one. <laughs> like, well, oh, the, so- but like some of them, I think, like some of the singles within the latest one, I feel like were good. I think, like the Which he one? did one with Quavo intentions. Exactly. <sighs> like it I don't know. Like, I, I I like I, I was like it's a pretty good song, you know. It sounded like uh, it sounded too generic. Like you know, I don't know. Mm. Because I felt like, but also, at least the Purpose album, it sounded uh, genuine, yeah, was a, more genuine, yeah, I think. Yeah. Then, th- and this one just sounds like it's trying mm. to match a trend. I don't yeah. know. And I think with Justin Bieber, it was. I think for me, one of the first songs that I feel it, it was for me that I really liked was "Where Are You Now," the one he collabed yeah. with uh, Skrillex and Diplo. So yeah. their their collab, Jack, uh, Jack U. U. And I would I would strongly suggest if 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 the if the audience hasn't listened to it, you I would go That's, ahead and yeah, listen I mean, to this. Have you pretty been sure you have listened rock to this? If you haven't, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't listened to it, because no, just is this because that was I think it, that song was like his pivot from become like even even if you look at the there is uh, I don't know which uh, YouTube channel does this, but they they break down songs like any famous song and they look they look at how it was made. So they. Uh, mm. Uh, I'll see. I'll search the oh, video. Yeah, and I'll put it in I there. remember. I'll put it I in the it description. Was, uh, was it Variety that did this? I don't know. Yeah, they do the like they did. Thing. They did it for uh, Where Are You Now, and they also did one for Ed Sheeran's uh, Shape, Shape of, of you. you. Yeah. And for me, that was like it was a pivot for Justin Bieber from going from like just be- being a person who has fans who are like you know teenage girls to like fans of yeah. all ages. You know, you yeah, could he could go to a concert and now if you go to a concert like with now. You would see people of all ages, you know, it's not just people, like, it, it was him also growing up, I would say. I think it, yeah, I think, but I think it also works both ways, because I remember in that video, or in some other videos, Felix was talking mm-hmm. about, how do you feel, like, will, the, will your fans see this as, as, like, a back, step backwards, because you're collaborating with a pop star, and mm-hmm. he, and to that, he said, like, my real fans will understand, like, Dead. what's going on here, and it, it makes yeah. sense, like, so it's, like, uh, like merging two audiences you know so yeah it makes sense even from a business point of view like you know yeah like the edm people get a bit of pop and the pop gets mm-hmm. a bit of edm 
Yeah, and that was sort of the start that, you know, I would say that collab was a big uh, sort of catalyst towards EDM's uh, movement towards, uh, you know, linking up with pop stars, creating music that's, you know, because that that also created, if you look into the music, like music, when right now we're talking about it from, uh, you know, one person listening to it, like single person perspective, Mm -hmm. but when we look at these songs and put it on a concert stage or like, let's say, Ultra Music Festival or Tomorrowland, something like that, it also gave those businesses an opportunity when these artists collab, they had, they could have the, these like, they could put on the lineup that now it's not just Skrillex playing, it's Skrillex, Justin Bieber and Diplo coming to. So now that appealed yeah. to more people. And so I would say, like you said, you know, from a business perspective, it's very cool what they did and mm-hmm. how that sort of started a big wave of just pop and EDM sort of merging together. Yeah. So... Yeah, another thing I like to do with music sometimes, I don't do this all the time, but every now and then mm-hmm. when I feel like mm-hmm. my music is a bit stagnant, I like to look at uh, look at the charts from different countries. And oh, okay. I find that very interesting because I think that like the type of music people listening are listening to, you, you, you get a sense of what those people are like, you know? Yeah. If that makes sense. And I find that quite interesting. So like yeah. there are moments where I was listening to like the Turkish... <laughs> top 50 or, <laughs> or oh, Swedish top 50 and some of them are actually like really good but I, I, I don't understand anything but so I like I don't like from so my version of what so you you, you know you I think you're like uh, sort of trying to cleanse the palate and sort of try to yeah. discover new tastes I would say I do that but I do it by like so so I mainly use Spotify and I just mm-hmm. go on discover so whatever they think I would like I go on discover try to see and I sometimes, it's interesting how, like, for me, I, you know, it could be a show I'm watching, you know, it could be a show mm-hmm. or it could be a movie. So music plays a big part in both genres. Like music and mm-hmm. music being a type of an art actually plays uh, very well with a video and sort of a visual effects. So yeah. I feel like when there is a good song, like there, there was a song in Suits, uh, a show that I was watching a couple of months ago where... Uh, so the song's called The Chapel Song by Augustine and it was just for that song in that particular scene was played to show a change like sort of a leaf turning over you know the character mm-hmm. had a development he was moving on to something new their, their life was changing so I and then now whenever I, so I, I added that to my playlist and now whenever I listen to that song I'm like you know I always feel like I'm in that I'm in that show and like yeah, oh you know yeah. what now my life's gonna change too you know there's <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a new there's a new like it's, yeah. it's sort of that so i feel like I there's that, emotion yeah emotions that come up you know there, there's emotions that come up when you listen to a particular song from a particular time that you like that you were uh, listening to so the another one is uh post malone's i fall apart and so our friend uh prem uh, he he had uh he, he used to bring his car to school and that's the first time I listened to like a song with like bass boosted. He turned the bass full and the volume full on his car and he played this song. And like you could, that's the first time I would say like you I felt, felt the, music. the music. I actually yeah. felt the music yeah, and that's... I was like, damn, this is, this is on a different. And that's when I, like, that, that's also one of the, fir- not the first time I really liked Postman, but that song was like, I, I personally, like, I, I know that song is, like, about, it's about loss and, like, it's it's about uh, something sad. And I'm, like, I don't, I have nothing to relate this with, <laughs> but I really like this song. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I should be re- relating to this maybe, song. You know? Maybe someday. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. I don't know. 
And and it's a yeah. it's a thing over here that one of my friends uh, like we were, we were on a car ride I think I don't know we were, we were going to some restaurant here and he said uh, uh, his he talked to his uh, girlfriend like I think Post Malone was releasing an album he's like can we just break up right before the album and then we'll get back <laughs> after I listen to the album because he wanted to feel the wow. sorrow like Post Malone felt and I'm like that's a really funny like and that's another way like you know the some songs move like they move you. to their emotions like what the artist is feeling and sometimes your emotions actually add to the music you know whatever you're mm-hmm. feeling at that moment when you're listening to that song you're like oh damn you know this is i relate to this so well yeah i th- yeah that definitely helps in enjoying the song i think when you can relate to it. <laughs> no but yeah. it's interesting like to think of music as a mode of retrospection like you know oh that takes me back i i find it very mm-hmm. interesting because it happens to me all the time where like on shuffle something comes up and i'm like it's so most of the time it's like very specific memories mm-hmm. like off the top of my head uh get lucky by daft punk you remember that song oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't know why but do you remember tang yes from the year yeah. two years ago So he I yeah. remember during some random football training he was dancing to that song and since then whenever yeah. I listen to yeah. that song he comes up in my head from like I don't know four or five years oh. ago. We and were we were in a often. I think I have a story like that uh, what was it? The song by uh I'll I'll find it. I I'll find, yeah. I'll search it up but then I'll let you know. It's it's a it's similar story where like uh, it's it's basically I was uh, the the group of people were singing it and it was during mm-hmm. one of the plays so we we were acting in and we're just like they were saying it was yeah. by uh no it was was it a song from rude, the play rude 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 no it was oh. a rude song um, i forgot what's the name do you remember the name rude is the name of the song oh rude's the by name magic. Oh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah by magic yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's the song that's the song basically so, now whenever i listen to that song i remember like so uh, our drama room in the secondary building we I remember exactly like the, this was this song was released I would say a week ago and mm-hmm. I, this was the first time I was listening to it and I'm like damn this is a good song but because those people were also singing it now every time I listen to it now yeah. I just imagine myself being in that drama room the other people singing that song exactly and I'm like I find yeah, it so, quite amazing like it feels so good like to randomly every now and then think back to a song mm-hmm. and it, it's quite powerful I think like It's just yeah I just find it very fascinating how it all works. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, now I would say like you know I would say like coming to college now both of us we we de- you know I think you you made it a, a very like I would say flow of taste I I would say mm-hmm. the way you described it how first you know introduction to your music was you know parents and family what you what you listen within the house and as you make friends they yeah. they tell you uh, like you know they suggest songs to you and Now I would say be, being uh, coming to the uh, US I again another like you know I wouldn't say I listen to a lot of country music but <laughs> I would surely say I understand the appeal of it like some of the songs yeah. are really good I would surely say I would listen to some songs for sure <laughs> but I don't know if I would just like that's not my song like that I would play while I'm driving you know I would have some other genre for sure <laughs> yeah. but yeah over here I you know I got introduced like through my sweet mates or through my friends in college I got introduced to a lot of different genres of music which I feel like is 
is very interesting that that helps me also sort of take it i'm like oh i like this song let me see what else can i find from this exactly you know? the part you describe as self discovery yeah for me uh, it was in year 10 and 11 jackson if you're listening so he was my uh, like source of music back then during the mm-hmm. classes and he wouldn't focus obviously sorry uh, <laughs> and but his taste in music was like diametrically opposed to mine but it was mm-hmm. good in a way cuz it like pushed me out of my comfort zone so to speak and yeah. then i was able to explore those genres so mm-hmm. yeah i i think that was quite useful and yeah like now you said now i'm on sort of looking to find my own way through finding new music yeah. it sounds very deep it, but it's really yeah not. but it's, it's just it's just like you know you're bored at home and like I, you know after a certain time like like you said you know the playlist gets stagnant so you need to like find something new mm-hmm. and uh, i'll also link this another website i think i shared it with you it's basically a website mm-hmm. where they uh music from different countries across the decades and different genres so if you want to give it a listen and it's very interesting you know what people play at what like i would say during the decades also you know i for some reason as i was growing up i also started to listen to older songs so like yeah, started same. listening to queen started listening to elton john started listening to like uh who was it another band was uh So no AC ACDC I would say I yeah. I listen to them like they're classic songs you know the highway yeah. back to hell is by them yeah 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 <laughs> yeah okay so yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah I was listen that that's like a classic like even that's a movie classic song and then you have um Hotel California which I feel like it's it's just it's a good song but it's very particular I would it's in my uh it's in my playlist Whoa. but I I listen to it on very particular like times I don't listen to it all the time I yeah, listen to like course. other music It, it, it's it's sort of a music that you know you need to sit down and like you can appreciate like nowadays yeah. there's a lot of music that you can listen to while you're doing other stuff and it's just like it's some background noise but it's it's good background noise you know it's better than mm. dogs barking or cars going yeah, on the definitely. road so yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure for me it's also like it's almost like a monthly thing where i've maybe like two or three songs or at most an album and that'll play on like loop and then I'll it'll be gone so yeah and talking about songs and all that uh we've gone and created some of our own playlists like 10 songs each uh we'll link it up on our instagram at talkokpls so you know if you if you need to spice up your life yes. your musical life <laughs> to check it out i mean you you've got nothing to lose <laughs> So yeah. Yeah. Would you like to add anything to you know? We'll try to release a episode every week. That's our goal for this podcast. And do you know go go to our Instagram page, follow it, send us a DM, you know, do, yeah. do you want to if you want uh, us to uh, talk about a particular topic, share it with us. You never know. We might talk about it in our next episode. And yeah as uh, Shamit said we have our ten- and don't yeah. worry we've thought about everyone it's on Spotify and it's on Apple playlist so we got everyone covered so well thank you those were our i would say suggestions yeah. of the week you know what we did last week was this week's topics and i mean if you've made it this far uh please do like just send us a thumbs up or something on Instagram i i'd be really interested to see And yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.